Hello, family. This is Pastor John, just reading the Word. Lord, I thank you for your Word. Let us learn from your Word. Find out what it means to us. And Holy Spirit, give us understanding that we make my that we may make proper application in Jesus' name. Amen. Numbers chapter 19. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Here is another legal requirement commanded by the Lord. Tell the people of Israel to bring you a red heifer, a perfect animal that has no defects and has never been yoked to a plow. Give it to Eleazar the priest, and it will be taken outside the camp and slaughtered in his presence. Eliezer will take some of its blood on his finger and sprinkle it seven times toward the front of the tabernacle. As Eliezer watches, the heifer must be burned, its hide, meat, blood, and dung. Eliezer the priest must then take a stick of cedar, a hyssop branch, and some scarlet yarn, and throw them into the fire where the heifer is burning. Then the priest must wash his clothes and bathe himself in water. Afterward, he may return to the camp, though he will be remained ceremonially unclean until evening. The man who burns the animal must also wash his clothes and bathe himself in water. He, too, will remain unclean until evening. Then someone who is ceremonial, ceremonially clean will gather up the ashes of the heifer and deposit them in the purified place outside the camp. They will be kept there for the community of Israel to use in the, in the water for the purification ceremony. This ceremony is preserved Excuse me. This ceremony is performed for the removal of sin. The man who gathers up the ashes of the heifer must also wash his clothes, and he will remain ceremonially unclean until evening. This is a permanent law for the people of Israel and any foreigner who lives among them. All those who touch a dead human body will be ceremonially unclean for seven days. They must purify themselves on the third and on the seventh with the water of purification. Then they will be purified. But if they do not do this on the third and seventh day, they will continue to be unclean even after the seventh day. All those who touch a dead body and do not purify themselves in the proper way defile the Lord's tabernacle, and they will be cut off from the community of Israel. Since the water of purification of purification was not sprinkled on them, their defilement continues. This is the ritual law that applies when someone take, uh, dies inside a tent. All who enter that tent and those who were inside when the death occurred, all will be ceremonially unclean for seven days. Any open container in the tent that was not covered with a lid is also defiled. And if someone in an open field touches a corpse of someone who was killed with a sword or who died a natural death, or even someone touches a human bone or a grave, that person will be defiled for seven days. To remove the defilement, 
Put some of the ashes from the burnt purification offering in a jar and pour fresh water over them. Then someone who is ceremonially clean must take a hyssop branch and dip it into the water. That person must sprinkle the water on the tent and all of the furnishings in the tent and on the people who were in the tent. Also on the person who touched a human bone or touched someone who was killed or who died naturally or touched a grave. On the third and seventh days, the person who is ceremonial clean must sprinkle the water on those who are defiled. Then on the seventh day, the people being cleansed must wash their clothes and bathe themselves. And that evening, they will be clean of their defilement. But those who become defiled and do not purify themselves will be cut off from the community, for they have defiled the sanctuary of the Lord. Since the water of purification has not been sprinkled on them, they remain defiled. This is a permanent law for the people. Those who sprinkle the water of purification must afterward wash their clothes, and anyone who touches the water used for purification will, remi- will remain defiled until the evening. Anything and anyone that is any, anything and anyone that a defiled person touches will be ceremonially unclean until evening. Father, I don't know that I understand completely, but I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will open my eyes that I may understand. After all, Holy Spirit, you did write the Bible. I love you and I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, family. This is Pastor John just reading the Word. Father, thank you for your Word. Thank you, life. Thank you, Father, for giving us life. Father, I pray for peace in our hearts and our minds. I ask you to let this Word be applicable to our daily situations, and I love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, we're in Numbers chapter 20, and there is a, a change at this point. We don't know how many years the children of Israel, how many years ago they left Egypt. But there is a change. The instruction and all of the obedience is now going to move to the life stories of the children of Israel. Numbers chapter 20. In the first month of the year, the whole community of Israel arrived in the wilderness of Zen and camped at Kadesh. While they were there, Miriam died and was buried. There was no water for the people to drink at that place, so they rebelled against Moses and Aaron. The people blamed Moses and said, If only we had died in the Lord's presence with our brothers, Why have you brought the congregation to the Lord's people into this wilderness to die along with all our livestock? Why did you make us leave Egypt and bring us here in this terrible place? This land has no grain, no figs, no grapes, no pomegranates, and no water to drink. Moses and Aaron turned away from the people and went to the entrance of the tabernacle while they fell down on their face to the ground. Then the glorious presence of the Lord appeared to them, and the Lord said to Moses, 
You and Aaron must take the staff and assemble the entire community. As the people watch, speak to that rock over there, and it will pour out its water. You will provide enough water for the community to satisfy. You will pour enough water from the rock to satisfy the whole community and their livestock. So Moses did as he was told. He took the staff from the place where it was kept before the Lord. Then he and Aaron summons the people to come and gather at the rock. Listen, you rebels, he shouted. Must we bring you water from a rock? Then the Lord raised it. Then Moses raised his hand and struck the rock twice with the staff, and water gushed out, so the entire community and their livestock drank their fill. But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, <clears throat> Because you did not trust me enough to demonstrate my holiness to the people of Israel, you will not lead them into the land I am giving them. And this place was known as the waters of Meribah, which means arguing, because there the people of Israel argued with the Lord, and there, was, and there he demonstrated his holiness among you. Point. Verse 12. Lack of trust. Moses was told to hit the rock once. He hit the rock twice. While Moses was at Kadesh, he sent ambassadors to the king of Edom with this message. This is what your relatives, the people of Israel, say. You know all the hardships we have been through. Our ancestors went down to Egypt, and we lived there a long time. And we and our ancestors were brutally mistreated by the Egyptians. But when we cried out to the Lord... He heard us and sent an angel who brought us out of Egypt. Now we are camped at Kadesh, a town on the border of your land. Please let us travel throughout your land. We will be careful not to go through your fields and vineyards. We won't even drink the water from your wells. We will stay on the king's road and never leave it until we are passed through your territory. But the king of Edom said, Stay out of my land or I will meet you with an army. And the Israelites answered, We will stay on the main road. If our livestock drinks your water, we will pay for it. Just let us pass through your country. That's all we ask. But the king of Edom replied, Stay out. You may not pass through our land. And with that, he mobilized his army and marched against them with an imposing force. Because Edom refused to allow Israel to pass through their country, Israel was forced to go around. The whole community of Israel left Kadesh and arrived at Mount Hor. There, on the border of the land of Edom, the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, The time has come for Aaron to join his ancestors in death. He will not enter the land I am giving the people of Israel, because the two of you rebelled against my instructions concerning the water at Meribah. Now take Aaron and his son Eliezer up Mount Hor. There you will remove Aaron's priestly garments and put them on Eliezer, his son. Aaron will die there and join his ancestors. So Moses did as the Lord commanded. The three of them went up to Mount Hor together as the whole community watched. At the summit, Moses removed the priestly garments from Aaron and put them on Eliezer, Aaron's son, 
Then Aaron died there on top of the mountain, and Moses and Eleazar went back down. Then the people realized that Aaron had died. All of Israel mourned for 30 days. Father, help us to understand these days, these times back then, how we can make application for today, how we can be obedient, how we can just love you and trust you and trust you and trust you. In Jesus' name, amen.